Welcome to a Healthy Soul Podcast. My name is Crystal and I'm a functional nutrition coach and an autoimmune warrior. On this podcast, I'll be covering different ways to help you create a quality life and a healthy soul. Hello, healthy souls. I hope you're having a wonderful week and thanks for joining me today. So today I was brainstorming and I was just thinking about, you know, what to talk about on the podcast and thinking about what really helped me in getting started in my health journey and how that might help you guys out as well. And I started thinking about how I even went about making the changes in my life for my health. I have a podcast episode called Preparing for Change, and I've mentioned it a few times now. Um, But I talk about in that podcast how to get in the right mindset to be able to successfully make these changes. You know, preparing yourself for doing it in the first place. You know, our brains are naturally resistant to change and they really like us to stick to our routines. I mean, there's a reason we have the habits in the first place. And it's because our brains like consistency. You know, they like routine. They like us to do things automatically and take the effort out of it. That way they don't require energy to do the things. But what I didn't bring up in that podcast was how to actually go about making those changes once you've gotten in the right mindset and you're prepared for them. You know, what can you do after that to be successful in creating those new habits? You know, being in the right mindset in the first place is a hugely important part in creating new habits, making changes in your life. You know, being prepared for what you're getting yourself into, kind of getting all the kinks worked out as much as possible. So if you just need to get your mind right to get started, then I highly suggest you go back and listen to that episode again, preparing for change. However, there's also a way to go about actually incorporating these changes into your life and making sure that they're sustainable long term. Now, anybody can do something new or different for a couple weeks or maybe even a month or two. But trying to stick to something for the rest of your life, that's a big task. You know, it's a it's a big commitment. <laughs> um, but remember, you know, it takes anywhere from 60 to sometimes even 200 some days for you to create an, an automatic habit. You know, and at the beginning, there's always some motivation and excitement to get you to start something new and that's what keeps you going for the short term but we have to prepare ourselves for the long term you know what can you do forever so today I thought I'd give you some of my you know tactical information on how I started incorporating habits into my life just to make them sustainable you know make them so that I could do them for the long haul Now, the first thing I want to bring up is I did not go from eating Ben and Jerry's every night and going through the drive-thru for most of my meals to eating an anti-inflammatory diet with no dairy and no gluten and, you know, low sugar, natural sugar and, you know, protein heavy. I didn't go from eating a crap diet to a healthy diet overnight. It's taken me some time 
to get to this point. And often the thing that I find that gets in most people's way is that they feel like they have to tackle everything all at once. They overwhelm themselves by trying to change their diet, their workout routine, their relationship, their sleep, and their stress management all at the same time. You know, even just changing your diet 100% all at the same time can be really overwhelming. You got to figure out how to rewrite your shopping list, what meals you're going to go to, you know, what you're going to do when you're in a pinch. Like, you have to refigure out all of these things. And that's why a lot of times when you see people who decide that overnight they're going to become keto or vegan or paleo, they're not successful long term. Now, obviously, there's exceptions to the rule and there's always the case that some people dive in and stick with it, but it's not a common occurrence. And then when people are unsuccessful and, you know, making all these changes at once doesn't work out, they, they beat themselves up. And they feel less confident in themselves because their inability to stick with the program, you know, just didn't work out. And, and, and it just makes people feel like crap. And it really has nothing to do with you as a person. You know, you're just trying to bite off a little more than you can chew. And we all have a tendency to do this every now and again. Now, Crystal, in your last podcast, you said that health is a big cycle and everything matters. Yes, I did. I did. However, none of it matters if you can't sustain it long term. If you want to be healthy and you want to turn this into a true lifestyle, we have to start small. Now, there have been studies that have shown that when you have a coach or an accountability partner in your life you can successfully make more changes quicker. However, if you don't have an accountability person or a coach that you're working with, I am going to share with you how I went about making these changes so that I could make sure that they stuck with me for the long haul because I personally did not have a coach or an accountability person going through this journey because I didn't even know that was a thing. You know, but like I said, I did not go from eating a crappy diet and doing little to no exercise to getting to where I am today overnight. And I do not recommend that you go from where you are right now to something on the extreme opposite end overnight either. So here's what I want you to do. If you're looking to make sustainable changes I want you to pick one thing. Pick one thing that you would like to change and really get that solidified in your life before you move on to something else. For me, it was my diet. But even then, I didn't even tackle that all at once. I didn't go keto or vegetarian overnight. I picked one thing that I believed was getting in my way the most and I just focused on getting rid of that. Getting rid of coffee creamer was one of my biggest tasks. I spent an entire 30 days just focusing on not using coffee creamer in the morning and transitioning over to black coffee. 
and not even just in the morning, you know, anytime I drink coffee. And it took all of those 30 days, <laughs> you know, and then slowly over time, I would add things here, subtract things there, and eventually I got to where I am today. However, I always call this a health journey because it never truly ends. You know, I'm always incorporating new foods into my diet and getting rid of other things, you know, just depending on how it makes me feel or what research comes out or what I discover works best for me. You know, it's constantly evolving. So, you know, that's why I believe you should never beat yourself up about your health journey or why I also believe that starting small can be a really great way to start your evolution of health because it really will evolve as time goes on and you start to figure out what's best for you. And you don't even have to start with diet. However, I personally find that with starting with diet, it naturally fixes a lot of your other problems. You know, this is where my last podcast kind of comes into play where we talk about how your health is just a big cycle of everything, working together, affecting each other. You know, once you start eating properly, then your brain starts functioning better. You're able to think more rationally and control your emotions more which then helps your relationship. And when you have a healthy relationship, you'll start to reduce some stress in your life and then you sleep better. And then all around, all of these things will reduce your inflammation and increase your quality of life. So if we break this down a little bit more, I wanna give you a recommended timeline for how long you should spend on each section of your life and and how to break that down into portions that are easier to tackle. So, for example, with diet, I want you to pick the one thing that is truly your kryptonite, right? Like my coffee creamer. Pick the one thing that you know is going to be the hardest thing for you to tackle. And then I want you to set a date for when you're going to start to tackle it. Preferably sooner than later. You know, if you keep putting it off, you'll never get to it. In fact, today would be perfect. <laughs> However, when you start, whenever you choose to start, go through the process of preparing to change beforehand, right? Like I said, if you need help with that, feel free to re-listen to that episode. But once you get that figured out, get started, you know. And then I want you to plan on giving yourself that full 30 days for this first task. Not longer, but not less. And I want you to plan how each week is going to go and how you're going to avoid temptations, what you're going to do instead. You know, when you're doing that whole preparing for change, you know, getting your mindset right. I want you to go through all of that and plan how each week is going to go. And I'm not going to lie, this first 30 days will be the hardest. But once you've successfully completed 30 days, you'll be amazed at how you feel at the end. And you'll be ready to pick the next thing. Now, every time I subtracted something, I also added something. I find that weirdly, well, I mean, I guess it's not really that weird if you really think about it, but I found that when I subtracted something from my diet, if I also added something, it helped me focus less 
on the fact that I was subtracting something. And I would try and make it something kind of fun or fun-ish, you know, as fun as health goes for some people. <laughs> for me, it was fun. But for instance, you know, if I was going to, let's say, for example, if I gave up coffee creamer in the morning and maybe I start drinking kombucha in the afternoon, you know, choose something that is benefiting your health, of course, but there's still some fun ways to do it. So let's say, you know, the first 30 days you give up coffee creamer and you add kombucha. Perfect. You got some probiotics. You're getting rid of some sugar. We're getting our gut health back on track. You've successfully completed that task and now you're feeling good and you're ready to move on to the next thing, which maybe for example, for the next 30 days, you're going to give up dairy, but you're going to incorporate a smoothie every day and following this example can help you successfully alter your diet if you just continue on that pattern of adding and subtracting at the same time. You know, you're incorporating healthy things into your diet and you're supporting yourself, but you're also eliminating things that no longer serve you. Now, depending on how much of a dependence you have on certain things in your diet, you may be able to tackle more things than just one. You know, for me, coffee creamer was something that I just solely had to focus on just that for an entire 30 days. However, when I went gluten-free and dairy-free, it was a little easier for me to eliminate those entire sections of food instead of just the bread or just the cheese or just the yogurt, for example. But if you're heavily dependent on cheese, <laughs> then maybe you should focus on that for an entire 30 days. You know, I'm just giving up cheese. And, and if that's what you feel like is one of the main things that's getting in your way, then absolutely do that. Now, if you feel like, let's say, no, not diet related, but let's say like lack of sleep is one of your biggest problems. So you're trying to develop a sleep routine. Do the same thing. Take away your late night snacking that's causing you to try and digest while you're sleeping and it's affecting your sleep. So you take away late night snacking and you add in a meditation routine. Something that kind of distracts you from the late night cravings. Or maybe for the next 30 days you take away blue light exposure before bed and you add in reading. You know, you're still subtracting one thing and adding in another thing, even though it's not diet related. Now, when you're developing a workout routine, this is something that I find is a little different because you're adding something that a lot of times we don't want to versus subtracting something that we're having a hard time with. And in this case, I want to say that the best way for you to incorporate a, root, a workout routine that you're actually going to stick with is you got to do something that you love. You know, if you hate Zumba, don't do Zumba. <laughs> you know, if you hate running, don't run. You know, do a little exploration, do a little research and see what truly interests you. And when it came to developing a workout routine for me, I struggled for a long time. 
you know, I'd find myself going to the rec center, kind of look around, you know, like, oh, there's a treadmill. I'll go, I'll start on that. And I'd go like maybe walk or like half jog for 10 to 20 minutes. And then, you know, I wouldn't really know what else to do. So I'd go to the weight room and, you know, whatever machines looked pretty self-explanatory I would do. But I wouldn't even do any certain amount of reps or sets. I would just do it till I didn't feel like it anymore. And <laughs> and then I'd just leave. And half the time I didn't break a sweat or even understand what it meant to, to push myself or to lift or to... I didn't understand anything. You know, and then I joined CrossFit. And I will say CrossFit, I totally fell in love with it. I fell in love with lifting weights and I fell in love with the concept of it and... You know, the fact that I had somebody helping me figure out proper form and what to do, you know, and there's also a huge community of people when it comes to CrossFit and there's people around you doing the same thing at the same time and suffering together, you know, and, and it helped me totally fall in love with working out. Now I've since quit going to CrossFit and now have totally fallen in love with going to jujitsu, but I mean, Hey, you know, we're all human our interests change, our goals change, you know, what once may have served us may no longer serve us and that's okay. But just find a way to move your body that feels good to you and find something that keeps you wanting to come back for more. You know, when you're changing your health, making it fun, making it sustainable is the key to making it a lifestyle. Making small changes over time is a great way to do that. You know, especially if you're going about this journey alone. We put so much pressure on ourselves to tackle everything at once and it just makes it harder. And it makes it so much more discouraging when we fail. So the moral of the story today is slow and steady wins the race. You know, pick something that you feel is getting in your way to becoming the healthiest version of yourself. Pick a start date that you're, you know, you're planning on tackling the thing, you know, go through your preparing for change mindset shift and then get started, you know, and, and make sure you're being realistic about how much you can tackle in 30 days. You know, if you don't think you can give up all dairy in 30 days, then just pick one part of that. And also remember that when you subtract something to add something as well. And when it comes to your fitness, Find something that you truly love that will keep you coming back for more. So that's what I have for you guys today. And I hope that this was helpful in getting started and making changes in your life. Like I said, go back and listen to preparing for change if you just need to get in the right mindset. But otherwise, start tackling your goals and and don't bite off more than you can chew. You know, make it sustainable. Don't be hard on yourself. Remember, you're in this for the long haul, not for the short term. It truly is not a race, but also you will find that even changing one thing automatically, changing it into a, a, an automatic habit will actually just start to naturally benefit the other areas of your life as well. Like we talked about earlier when, you know, you eat better and then your mind is right and then your better relationship and you have better sleep. So just remember, it'll all work out in the end. Slow and steady wins the race and you've got this. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will see you next time on A Healthy Soul. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you click the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Also, if you're interested in nutrition coaching, sign up for a free consultation at healthysoulnutrition.com. I'd love to hear about your goals and see if you're a good fit for my program. I hope you have a wonderful day and we will see you next time on Healthy Soul.